the snap, and the ball is free. It's picked up by Michigan State. Jalen wants Jackson, and he scores. This is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. NIL, which is short for Name, Image, and Podcast. And the watch this is thank you to NIL. Welcome back to what's going to be just a whirlwind of an episode of uh, Name Image Podcast. I hope you guys all had a wonderful Thanksgiving week. Sorry we didn't get to you guys last week, but you no, know we not. figured it'd be kind of a good, good little rest and reset. Speaking of resting and resetting, Michael, how are you doing over there, buddy? I, you know, obviously regret not getting an episode out last week, but uh, all the news happened this week anyway, <laughs> so we really didn't right. miss anything. Like you know it. Obviously, a couple of really good games, depending on who you're rooting for. Uh, R.I.P. the Donahue brothers, but uh, I'm doing good, Kyle. You know, we're, we're locked in. We've got, you know, the, the patented cup of jitter juice, and we're going to oh, talk yeah. some college football. Chaos. No, oh, we love it. And, uh, yeah, we're going to get right into it with uh, Down Goes Duke Basketball. No! <laughs> that wasn't on the fucking schedule. <laughs> Uh, congratulations uh, uh, to Ohio State! What a good game! I just I had to, and I, I'm so glad well, you didn't hey, catch on to that. Hey, uh, yeah, hey, listen, no, it's I, I love college basketball. To and my that point, was just perfect. To my point, I called the shot before the game even started. Right, and our little <laughs> group did. chat, yeah, I was 100%. like, "Listen, it's it's very Duke to win the big game, beat Gonzaga, <laughs> and then just follow it. Like it, it just it, it happens uh, every year. I but listen, it. I stand by what I said. It's still Duke year. Yeah, right? like well. Yeah, and Ohio State, dude, like, Big Ten is going to be a lot of fun. Ohio State oh, basketball yeah. is, is always that way. And, like, the, the best way to just kind of to sum up uh, college basketball and the different conferences, the, uh, what was it, Duke and Gonzaga, that game went into, what was it, like, the 80s, 80s or 90s oh, yeah. as far as points went. Uh, and this one was, like, 66 to 60. <laughs> right. And, right. like, it, like if you just know college basketball, like, that's just that's just how it is, you know, especially in the Big Ten, man, where it's just, it, it, like, every point is just so – scarce and few and far between um but uh right. yeah you had t- yeah 84 81 was duke over gonzaga and you had texted me just that day was just a wonderful day that was saturday oh. right was yeah. that sunday no yeah yeah i think so yeah yep yeah just and you had texted me just being like this is just the greatest day of sports <laughs> or greatest weekend of sports ever and i was like dude it it, it was a, lo- a hell of a lot of fun right but, anyways but you know i had I had to bring it right. up congratulations to the buckeyes the the fighting cage well, over there and I'll, and, uh, I'll leave it on this. I'll leave it on this. It's Duke's years pending because, to your point, and they get when they get in a big game and it's just kind of a, hey, like, we're just going to play loosey-goosey and we're just going to pour in all the points, Duke's going to win it nine out of ten times. you got to win the games where they're intentionally slowing it down, right? Because, t- like, like you just said, you get in the March Madness, <laughs> you're going to play teams that are like, we're going to use the entire shot clock and we're going to use it every single time. And that's and where, then, that's yeah, where we're Duke struggles go- a little bit. There's going to be two seconds left on the shot clock, and then there's going to be a foul. They're right. just going to be able to draw a, right. a, a gritty foul. Yeah, no, that's, that's what it was. And you, it, listen, you either love it, you hate it. So, but uh, that was our that was our college <laughs> basketball talk. But no, let's get right into it. Um, last weekend, so much on the line, but really the uh, the marquee one was the Michigan State Michigan. Or excuse me, God, I can't get my brain off Michigan State Michigan Ohio State the game. Um, and it definitely lived up to the billing. I mean, the scenes were awesome. They had the, just that little light flurry of snow. Oh, my um, God. And, you know, it, it definitely – I had a decent amount of money on Ohio State, and, uh, yeah, they, they didn't come through. But, you know, credit to Michigan. I mean, they, they showed up to that game. They – I mean, everything, the culmination of the last seven years for Jim Harbaugh and University of Michigan after ducking them last year, because don't forget, uh, Michigan totally ducked out of playing Ohio State last year. Um <laughs> 
yeah, it, it, what a, what a game. And and Michigan really d- just kind of dominated them, uh, oh, especially yeah. up front. Um, there's some weird play calling too. I mean, I'm starting that second half, and Ohio State ran the ball three times and got stuffed three and out. It's like, what? Do you, as soon as that happened, right. I was like, yeah, that's uh, that, that's that's well, that, and that's there. a telltale sign where it was like, now now you're you're going away from what you know, and that's exactly how Michigan won the game. Is they were like, listen, we. You can debate, you know, between the you know Walker the third and I've, I've just blanked on Michigan's running back's name, but uh, oh, Haskin, yeah. Haskin, like that's it's like they came in, they're like that's our strength, and like we're going to utilize it until they absolutely force us to pass the ball. And Ohio State never did, like like they pretty much had their way with them the entire game on the ground, and especially yeah. with a little like obviously the snow wasn't hindering anything. It was just it was. It was pretty much just porn. It was just like, hey, look at this pretty snow and football. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, Michigan just came in like I was. I was with you. I had two di- like DraftKings. DraftKings knows what they're doing. They they gave you two different twenty five percent profit boosts on the Ohio State Michigan game, and so I had two different bets with uh. money on Ohio State in all kinds of fashions, like first half covers and first half win. It was embarrassing, but yeah, Michigan right. took care of business. And I'm not a serious sports better at all, no, but I was, no. I was, you know, I was up, you know, cut about a hundred, hundred bucks on the season, just betting like little things here and there. I mean, I bet, I bet a hundred bucks to start the season on Michigan State winning more than four and a half games. So basically, any like after that hit, like it was just kind of house money. <laughs> but I bet pretty much most of my winnings on Ohio State. So now I'm, I'm, I think I'm even negative because I'll get, I, I bet on Penn State to beat Michigan State because uh, Brett McMurphy or Brett McSmurphy, as our boy Cade likes to call him. Uh, announced that there's like 20 players missing from Michigan State, all these starters out and stuff, and then and then I, I guess none of them really, uh, only a few of them were out. And uh, yeah, props to Michigan State, 10 wins, baby. Uh, another crazy snow game. I mean, that was oh, legit yeah. snow. That, was that one, that one was hindering the game. Like that one was like, all right, now this is this yeah. is borderline sloppy. In Michigan, like I saw a bunch of like like just screenshots from the camera view, you could lose a Penn State player. Obviously, when you're oh on God. the ground, it like, it's probably different, but like, you <laughs> could lose horrible. a Penn State player. <laughs> Dude, watching it on TV, I was like, oh, this is wild. Yeah, but um, no, that, that was awesome. A really big game for Michigan State and Mel Tucker, especially after the contract thing, getting blown out by Ohio State. A really good response um, right there. And uh, yeah, just really, I, could, I couldn't imagine winning 10 fucking games and beating Michigan this year. And that's, going back to Michigan real quick, the fact that this is their best season like ever and their one loss is to us just makes it so much better. But they're going to uh, Indianapolis, uh, a place that Michigan State, lest, lest we forget, has been multiple times. Um, <laughs> and yeah, they get to play Iowa because uh, uh, Wisconsin fucking shit the bed against the mighty Golden Gophers of Minnesota. Hey, hey, that's, listen, that is the Golden Gophers. Right? Throw some respect on the name. Yeah, well, they got a, a glimpse of that. How could you not get up for that? Uh, cartoon female gopher that you said. I mean, listen, I mean, that I'm, thing, I'm telling listen. you, like, the sexiest woman mascot of the entire the college <laughs> scheme. Like, you know what I mean? She's got the little cowgirl hat and the pigtails. I mean, rest easy. <laughs> right. But no, a, a few other really good games from that weekend. Um, Cincinnati, I mean, they're, they're, as it stands right now, I mean, they're, they're in, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, the rankings came out. And it was, you know, kind of what expected. Michigan State jumped up. Or, God damn it. Michigan. <laughs> I apologize. I promise I'm not that much for homework. Michigan jumped up number two. Georgia obviously still won. Uh, Alabama three. Cincinnati four. Um, then Oklahoma State. And that, that kind of leads us right into Bedlam, right? we got to talk about Bedlam. Yeah, that that was, was a crazy <laughs> game. And I know, listen, I know we have a, a decent chunk of Oklahoma, listener, Oklahoma fan listeners on here. And... Um, 
Bedlam was wild. I almost thought to like Caleb Williams is going to drive down that oh, last yeah. drive and, oh, yeah. and win it for you guys. Um, but you know, credit to Oklahoma State. There's something that I really do enjoy as a neutral. Obviously, I don't really give a shit. But uh, you know, Gundy. I remember when Gundy was hired. You know, and he's been there forever. Right. And he's just like Oklahoma State and Mike Gundy are just so synonymous. Oh yeah. And you know, seeing him finally get over that hump and a hell of a game built a great defense that Oklahoma State defense is the real deal oh yeah and yeah to knock off Oklahoma in that fashion uh that was awesome right well and it's it's like the entire game and this has kind of been the the theme for Oklahoma in a lot of games this year was you know you're just waiting for them to like turn it on like all right like hey like right we're we're down like it's fine plenty of game like Caleb Williams will get us there, and it just it, that Oklahoma State defense just never allowed for it to happen. Like you know, obviously points were scored, and like you you know that's going to happen, especially in the Battle of Bedlam. But they just yeah, like Oklahoma just couldn't come up with the answer late, and it was just incredible to see. Like you said, Mike Gundy, you, like we're going to tell our kids it's not even Oklahoma State; it's just Mike Gundy State because he's probably going to die there. He's probably going to croak on the sideline. Oh, absolutely. Unlike, but, uh, unlike who's not going to croak on the sideline in an Oklahoma stadium, Kyle? Who's not going to do it? Uh, Lincoln God. Riley? <laughs> Lincoln Riley. Oh, God. Let, give me one yeah, second. No, We're no, going to no. get into that. Uh, just a few other last shout-outs. Like I said, Iowa advances to the Big Ten Championship. Uh, San Diego State, uh, the Fighting Brady Hoax. Awesome season, 11-1. Oh, yeah. uh, really a big surprise there. Utah and Oregon are going to match up again um, oh, yeah. after Utah once again wins Pac-12 South. Uh, Miami, really good turnaround this season, finishing seven seven and five. They had so many close losses too. Um, so shout out to the Hurricanes. Uh, you know, I always in, you know enjoyed them for for Brandon's sake. Um, and yeah, I mean, with that, yeah. So so here, here, let me set the table a little bit. So I was watching that Bedlam game, and I was already thinking, you know, about the pod, and you know, because I knew our Oklahoma fans were going to be a little down in the dumps about that. And and in my head, you know, I'm sitting there that night, and I'm like. Oh, you know, coming off the high of a great football game. But I'm like, you know what, Oklahoma, like, you guys are so fine. Look at the recruiting classes you have. you got Caleb Williams. Lincoln Riley's still there. I'm sure Oklahoma's going to sign him to some sort of extension, you know, because that's what smart programs do when they have a really hot commodity. You just throw the fucking bag at them. Uh, and then the next day happens. <laughs> and then the next day happens. Lincoln Riley to USC, which, you know, God, what a smokescreen for the ages right? of all the LSU stuff. I guess LSU already had this big banquet planned and this catering and everything for, for the, the announcement of uh, Lincoln Riley. And then, uh, yeah, he hops off that, that PJ, that private jet, and his fucking sweet-ass <laughs> oh, Nikes. And, the the low-top Air LA, Force One. Lo- oh, getting off that plane in, uh, in Southern California. <laughs> and, and then, yeah, all my talk track went to shit. So, uh, oh, yeah. Oklahoma, I Oklahoma fans, uh, the, the Donahues uh, in particular, uh, I I got nothing. I'm sorry, like <laughs> yeah, like I got nothing. That that sucks. It absolutely sucks. Now, but uh, hey, end of an era, I guess. Right, and, and the start of something new. Right. To be fair, though, I mean, you you were thinking after on Saturday, we were all thinking like you know Lincoln Riley just signed to extension. To be fair, USC didn't call him until Sunday morning, Kyle. Like, you know, he says that there was no talks until Sunday morning. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, to be fair, like, Lincoln Riley didn't even know. You know, like, he they sold both of his houses. They negotiated the PJ, unlimited hours, like, all within 12 hours. So, to be fair, his head was in Oklahoma until Sunday morning. So, Jeez, yeah, and not quite I, a stick. Did the, uh, did the contract come out? It, it's, it's roughly about the same. And, and so, here's kind of the funny thing, you know, 
just what two weeks ago right the, the college football world was up in arms about mel tucker's contract oh my god nine and a half million over 10 years this is ridiculous and that was just the first domino to fall because the lincoln riley contract i think is a little more lucrative i mean especially with the private jet all that shit like you know when you think about uh usc they definitely threw the bag at them oh, right yeah. i mean to to a huge extent um and then and then just pretty much you know Hours later, we got the Brian Kelly news of uh, <laughs> Brian Kelly going to LSU. Brian Kelly from Notre Dame. Notre Dame still has a chance to go to the college football playoff right. if things kind right. of. Dude, that's just crazy. So, and and his contract, from what I understand, it was first reported that it was like $115 million or something crazy like that. Um, and I think it's it's more along the same lines of, of Mel Tucker as well. Um, and so all that shit about, oh, like, how could you spend this much money, college football, this and that, right. and, and what about the kids? It's like, listen, like that, this is, it's a business. And if, if yeah. you are still living in yes. the glory days of college football, like this is just how it is now. There's so much money on the line, almost more so than the NFL. NFL has different licensing and all that. Like there's more money around the game, but like the money that's invested into college football is crazy. And this is just, you, if you want to be at the big boy table, you got to pay to play. Oh, absolutely. No, and that's, I mean, it, to your point, like, we got, everybody got so fired up about Mel Tucker, and it's like, and let's not forget Mel Tucker. Granted, he did it in the mid, you know, he didn't quite start the season, but I'm just flabbergasted at Notre Dame. Like, things could go, you know, haywire this weekend, and they could very well be in the college football playoffs. Right. And he's just like, I can't even wait a couple of weeks. I, I'm out. See you. <laughs> like, right. And, and when we talk about fits, like I think I think Lincoln Riley's gonna gonna fit probably pretty well, right into into the USC. But now kind you, of like young, decent, you know, good looking. You have like he's kind of got you, that vibe, right? But you have to like for the sake of his of his legacy, because like the way he handled this whole thing is kind of like it, obviously it's not you know a huge uproar, but there are a lot of people who are like that was pretty scummy thing to do and like he has players that are on Oklahoma still like you know retweeting his stuff and be like he told us the same shit last week and it's so you have to hope for his legacy Shocker. purposes like he better go to USC and at least be competitive for a Pac-12 championship in his tenure there because like hey, Pac-12 <laughs> South goes through Utah baby Utah Utes ain't going nowhere that's what um, I mean like if you if you get this massive contract and you leave the way you did and like it's clear that you're kind of you were out on the season before maybe not before the season even began but like you were out on the season some point during the season and you go out there and you just have a mediocre career and you lose to Utah every year I mean <laughs> well and uh, here's the thing and I was having has I was having a college football conversation with some of my other college football fan or fans god friends um but it's going to be really interesting because oklahoma and lincoln riley and all that like they were able to recruit because the, the bob stoops had that program the culture everything right. from oklahoma has been a, a staple in college football for as long as you know anyone can remember right right usc obviously does have a storied tradition but the culture around usc has been pretty trash for the last oh, yeah you absolutely know, probably what since since b carroll left right yeah and so, you know, everyone's like, oh, look at all these recruits are already flipping. They're going going to USC. And it's like, listen, you can get all the recruits in the world to come to your school. And we've seen it happen. Like even like an example that we were talking about was Maryland, right? Loxley right. goes there. All of a sudden he's landing all these big recruits to fucking Maryland. Right. And uh, a lot of them are now transferring. And it's because if you try to get that talent before you have the culture, it's never going to stick. You right. have to build that culture, right? Right. And so... Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. It's like, yeah, you get all these recruits to flip. Sure, that's probably going to help. But, yeah, if you don't have that foundation there, it, it can go south pretty quickly. But 
I do think just with the amount of money that's going to be invested in it, and it, like it is going to stick. I don't think it's going to be immediate. I think they'll be good again, like right off the bat, but not like like playoff good, right? No. So, no. well, and, yeah, and he has to be- he has to get the recruits right. Like, okay, great. Like you're flipping these recruits, and like obviously the transfer portal being as big of a deal as it is nowadays, it will help. But like you said, okay, so you get you get your first year, first couple years there, and you get all these recruits, you do stuff like that. Like, if you don't start winning almost immediately because now you put yourself in this position of, like, right. I got to start winning, kids aren't dumb. Like, I, I know, you know, people right. think high school boys are dumb, but, like, we are. But they're going to look at it and be like, okay, like, you know, I'm kind of almost happy I'm a couple years back because now I've seen, he, you know, he's been a couple years there. Things are kind of all over the place. They're not really winning and, like, all these expectations. And then, again, the transfer portal works two ways, right? Like, players can go there. They could very easily just leave. Like, they could show right. up and be like, eh, like, I thought I'd be competing for at least a Pac-12 championship. It's not happening. I'm out. And then it's like, okay, well, now, Lincoln Riley, are you really good? at Like, because here's where the true colors come to play. Are you good enough to be recruiting, like, the three, four-star guys are actually going to make a difference in your program when, like, you know, all these ones are, you know, five-star guys are zip-zapping around? Like, are you good right, enough to recruit that's, those guys? That's exactly – I mean, God, you get a bunch of these Zoomers out there fucking on <laughs> TikTok and L.A. And it's like, no, what you need to do is recruit those fucking Polynesians that they always have, exactly. right? The, the Troy Palabalus, you got exactly. the fucking Ray Malalugas. You got to get there to get those guys in the locker room who are going to be like, if you fucking get that TikTok out one more time, yeah. and beat your ass. Chin and who and Chin and who in the locker room. Those are the guys you got to get, right? right. If, if you're going to USC, you got to bring back that like absolute toughness from like, and I, I like Utah and the Polynesian culture is awesome up here, right? Like every right. Utah and BYU team has that edginess because of that type of culture. Oh, yeah. If you get all these fucking, like I said, all these little TikTok kids out in fucking LA and like, yeah, I'm on fucking USC, I'm on wide receiver for this and that. It's right. just like, like if you don't have that culture and, and those other three and four star guys in the locker room who are like, nah, I'm here because I'm on to fucking kill somebody on the, right. fo- on the football field, right. on the football field. <laughs> um, <laughs> then, then that's not gonna, that's not gonna fly. So yeah. I don't know. It's going to be crazy. Um, it's going to be crazy. Kind of like if I'm Oklahoma, right? Like the, the first name that I'd be going to, right? Like, isn't Mark Stoops? Like, wouldn't he be like a good fit? Like kind of yeah. bring back that Stoops. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, and, it, and it's, it's funny how like it, <laughs> Like Bob Stoops. So, so actually, real, real. We'll, yeah, what we'll ahead, have is ahead. the Donny. Don, hey, if if you are the, the Donnies or, or the Oklahoma football fan, give us, send us a tweet with your top five. Who do you want to coach Ooh, okay. at Oklahoma? Send okay. us that on Twitter. Let's uh, a little little call out there. Yes. Um, who do who do you want? Who do you think would be a good fit for Oklahoma? But yes. sorry, sorry. Uh, what were you gonna say? Well, I was just I, I think it's funny that like you know, Bob Stoops is like a you know a dad whose daughter just got broken up with, and then he's just stepping in. He's like, listen. <laughs> We're gonna find the be- this job that attracts the oh, best people. That's a like, great analogy. It's that just so great. funny because, like, it, it, to your point, like he's Bob- coaching the ball game. He's gonna coach the ball it, game. So, Bob hey, Bobby, Bobby, hop back in the saddle for a couple of years, huh? Like, throw right. throw the bank at Bob for a couple of years and let's see what happens. <laughs> I love that. I mean, we saw it with Barry Alvarez um, with Wisconsin. <laughs> they did that as well. Yeah, that'll be fun to see Bob Stoops back there, the old visor um, on the sideline. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But, yeah, uh, tweet us tweet us who you think would be top five, oh, yeah. you know, top three, top five candidates for, for Oklahoma. And then, yeah, Notre Dame, that's going to be interesting too, man, with, with Brian Kelly going there. Talk about just a strange culture fit. You had Coach O, who was just like you couldn't have more of a culture fit at oh, LSU. Yeah. And they just kind of ran him off. Now you got Brian Kelly, and lest we forget, Brian Kelly did kill 
a kid. I would, you we, took the words right out of my mouth. He, he's, I mean, he's a murderer. People forgot. I forgot until I, I was like, that's right. He told that fucking student assistant. It was like the windiest day of all time. He's <laughs> yeah. like, no, you fucking climb up the tower and you're going to film us. Yeah, and, and that's, that's not funny. Like, that is actually very sad. No, but, it's, it's horrible, but like, it's just, People it, forgot. People it, forgot. And he, he's, he literally, like, he's just. I think character. he's a great coach, though. I, I think he's a great coach, Brian. He's Kelly. a great like, coach. I, I, sure. But, yes. but, okay, now. Like you just said, he's stepping into a spot where they ran off Coach O, who won a national championship, what, two years ago? That's fucking crazy. Like, they ran him out of town because he had a couple eh, seasons. Okay, okay, Brian Kelly, here you go. Like, here you go. Here's the keys to the kingdom. They will they will eat you. They will put you in their gumbo if you don't fucking produce something in the first year or two. Like, uh, it's, it's, for me, for me, this is my, my personal take. It's a weird fit. Like, I, I don't know why. And I guess, I guess, you know, Knowing what you said earlier about like LSU's all in on Lincoln Riley, from what it sounds like, maybe they just panicked and like, well, we have to have somebody now. Like, we got we can't be left in the wind like this, and maybe that's what this is. But I just think it's it's a bizarre fit. Like, it just doesn't seem right. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting, and that's going to be one too. Yeah, they're going to have to settle with, you know, he's a culture guy, right? He's going to build that culture, um, and I think he he probably maximized what Notre Dame is capable of with the academic standards and just like the boosters are yeah. for the most part, like decently stingy for how much money that the catholic church has but hey that's they obviously want to stay a little bit separate from football i get that but man that's just it's gonna be a really interesting fit but now now the dominoes are starting to fall because you know now notre dame's gonna you know and and this is why going back i am so glad michigan state just threw the bag at mel tucker so that we are not a part of this fucking coaching carousel because that is just a nightmare and then james franklin at penn state same thing right similar similar style of contract um because that's just you just don't want to be involved, especially when this many high, uh, high name programs are looking for coaches. You don't want to be the team looking for a coach right now, because God, it's gonna be. No. I mean, you got the Luke Fickles of yeah. the world, right? Um, you uh, uh, Cliff Kingsbury. Like, why would he leave the Cardinals? I don't know, but his name's being thrown out there. Right. Um, you got <laughs> Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer absolutely is probably is is gonna come back. Like, there's just no hey, way he's already he, said he, no. I'm gonna say yeah. Me. He's a Jacksonville but Jaguar. There's for just life. no way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's, there's just no way. Um, and then even Pete Carroll. Look, he's he's the 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 Seattle dynasty or whatever you want to call that. The Seattle whatever the Seahawks are just right. that's done right that, that's yeah. just over yeah that time is over he would be just welcome back into college football you know any of these types of programs god it's just it's just gonna be it's, it's gonna be crazy it's but yeah no it, well and and with like it, I don't think it'll play as big of a, a role in the whole grand scheme of things but like it might like Cincinnati putting themselves in a playoff spot in a, you know, non-Power 5 conference, like, I, I wonder if there's other coaches who are, you know, in this situation like that who might be like, listen, like, like it's possible. Like, I, I might just, you know, maybe maybe a smaller conference throws maybe not quite as big of a bag because they don't have it. But, like, you know, there might not be a giant pool of talent, you know, like name brand talent to be had if, the, you know, these, these coaching situations keep, you know, going – all over the place. Like, it, we could very, like, I don't think Cincinnati's ever going to need another head coach for, like, another nine, ten years, however long he decides to coach. Yeah, right, and they're joining the Big 12. Like, I, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. It, it's just, it's madness. So, yeah. anyways, yeah, it's just, and this isn't the end of it, right? We are oh, just, uh, probably no. something's going to break later today as soon as we end the pod, but something else is going to happen. <laughs> um, but now you got, it, it's now the season of Transfer Portal, coaches oh, yeah. all this stuff that's just it's just going crazy and uh we fucking love it 
I oh, love it, yeah. uh, especially when, like I said, when my coach is already you know locked down for the foreseeable future. Uh, oh, yeah. Give me all the fucking chaos, all the chaos, oh, and this is you know, and we still have a weekend of college football left in the uh, in the championship weekend. You, so I I, I want to talk about it. I love it. I love the championship weekend. But now that you're saying that, I I have a question for you, Kyle. Do you think Ryan Day? How safe do you think Ryan Day's job is at Ohio State if he comes out next year and doesn't make a college football playoff? I mean, it's he's lost one game since he's been in the Big Ten, that's right? Fair. It's I, I think his leash is, is fairly a little, long. little longer, okay. um, and okay. especially with how young this team is. I mean, uh, Stroud was young, but God, the Ohio like I could do a whole podcast just on the optics of Ohio State because <laughs> they brought in so many of these high star quarterbacks, and they, they, I think they already lost one to the portal, which, I mean, Stroud was obviously the better quarterback. Right. You got this Quinn Ewers, right, who's sitting right there. Hey. You know, uh, there's a, a large swath of the, the fan base, which, like, I, I sympathize with Kate Sweeney. He's, he's decently rational for a Ohio State fan, but there are some absolutely irrational Ohio State fans who, like, there was a message board, <laughs> a message board thread that was saying that Stroud was actually a mole for the Michigan program to go in here and, and intentionally lose this game and, oh and this and that. And I'm just God. like, I'm just like, I just, oh it's incredible. God. I love it. I love how just absolute batshit crazy that fan base is. Oh, um, but yeah, the expectations are nuts. I like, listen, to be an Ohio State fan, that's awesome because, you know, the amount of victories that you had and you've won a title in recent years and you've always been just so good. But it's also got to be exhausting because you lose that one or two games or you miss the playoff and seen as like a failure. Whereas like as a Michigan State fan, it's like we just fucking went ten and two. Like, oh yeah, and you know I'm over the fucking moon. You know we've made the playoff, we've we've won the Rose, we've done things like that. And it's just like there's just such a level set of expectations. But hey, maybe Ohio State's basketball school now. You know, like <laughs> shut, l- shut listen, they knocked the off. Fuck knocked off. God. So I, but no, I, I I think he's fine. I'm sure he's gonna sign as you know, or I don't know if they make their contracts as public at Ohio State I'm not sure what that is about but I'm sure he's he's getting paid or he will continue to get paid um, a, a, a nice uh, healthy salary definitely uh, yeah. above the above the poverty line for Ryan Day I'm sure oh, I think well well above the poverty line so oh, yeah I mean fuck. like I said I, we, I mean what's crazy is like I feel like we've covered most of like the crazy coaching stuff but there's like I said we could even spend an hour on all like the different intricacies of like the Ohio or the Oklahoma coaches who are on recruiting trip already recruiting the USC <laughs> and and how Brian Kelly last minute told it's just it yeah and how the news that breaks was, that was you definitely, so shady <laughs> you you so definitely bad. do feel for the kids to an extent like don't get me wrong because like listen you go to play for the coach like as much as we want to be romantic about our, our our universities that we support and love like the players are there to play for the coach right, right? and right. to an extent there's some that would be like no I, i'm here because i love university of oklahoma or, or whatever it right, is but yeah. you feel for them a little bit but with how the transfer portal is now which i think is still granting immediate eligibility right like oh, yeah. i i don't think we have to sit out the year there's some weird stipulations with that um that's why you need the transfer portal. That's why you need the transfer portal. And and even NIL, that might be interesting too, because what if you're a player who's getting paid, right? And True. it's like, well, fuck, if I stay here, I got my, you know, I'm still getting mm-hmm. paid. Like, I might as well stay and, and earn it and, or whatever. But, you know, if they jump ship, like, hey, more power to them. Like, it, it should have always been this way. Obviously, it wasn't. That's true. Um, I can't wait to see all of Lincoln Riley's USC team on TikTok for whatever, whatever fucking no, product gonna be, they're going to be. <laughs> oh, God, it's just going to be nauseating. But, hey, like I said, Utah's still there, baby. Hey! Utes. Got to get through the Utes. So, 
So yeah, with that, like, like I said, if there's anything else that we left out, like, just tweet us definitely, and definitely tweet us about the coaching search or, or you know, especially at Oklahoma, who Zach. Your top five. Yeah, calling you out, boy. Um, boy. But no, it's fun, man. It's it's fun. I condolences, obviously, because yeah, that's that's <laughs> never fun. And uh, but hey, it's uh, I'm sure Oklahoma will land on their feet. I I am sure they will that's, yeah. land on their feet to some capacity. Did, the, did so. the New York Giants win this weekend? That's that's really what we got to be concerned about. Right. Yeah. Anyways, yes, championship weekend, Kyle. We're talking championships. I love it. I love it. There's so God. It's Start the table's the kind of set. Get it from the top. I, alphabetical order. So really, like what it is, I don't think there's a ton on the line. I, okay, there's a, there's a decent chunk on the line with how the college football playoff is, but. Let me just start by saying this with the college football playoff, how it is currently at four teams. If it stands the way it stands now with like the likes of Cincinnati or even like Oklahoma State like getting in, they will obviously and absolutely expand this immediately because they can't <laughs> if, if Alabama somehow falls out or you know Michigan falls out or anything like this, like like the college football money mong- mongrels will not let the stand. Because no. they will not allow a team like Cincinnati to just Listen, walk and in, waltz into the playoffs like this. If those playoff if those playoff spots come out after this weekend and Alabama's not in there, Miss Terry, uh, Miss Terry Saban is going to have a, a word with somebody, and we're going to get it yeah. fixed right away. Lots of there will be lots of have a words. Absolutely, oh, yeah. Because we can, we don't just leave Nick Saban out of the playoff picture, Kyle. There's too many there's too many blackmails and different you know stuff going on. We got to have them in there. Yep, but let's start here. So we'll start Friday, yes. December third. We got the Conference USA Championship. We got West, the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky, eight and four, number one in the East, against the Roadrunners of UTSA, <laughs> eleven and one. What a season it's been for them. Uh, they dropped that uh, that final game against North Texas. That kind of sucked. They were undefeated. UTSA. I don't know. I like. I haven't watched them, but I I am well aware of you know what they've been doing. Uh, they run the ball like crazy. They're a uh, high-powered offense, but UTSA, Western Kentucky, that'll be a fun, <laughs> I'm sure, chaos. And that's at 5 p.m. Uh, Mountain Time. Probably the first Kansas. televised game that we'll ever have. With, even even their, their bowl game is on CBS Sports Network, which is not commonly included on right. a lot of sports packages for whatever reason. But yeah, no, yep. you, you wouldn't have watched. You wouldn't have seen UTSA unless you have, like, ESPN 5 because it's yep. just never on. And then uh, an hour later, we have the rematch, Oregon and Utah. Utah oh, yeah. Just shit on the Ducks. Uh, absolutely shit on them in uh, at Rice-Eccles Stadium. And, now, and this game's going to be in Vegas, which I love. I love that the, the Pac-12 championship's in Vegas. Oh, I think I that's sick. It. Absolutely. But so well, that's definitely something we, we're going to want to go both, to. But right now. We're both aware, Kyle, that Oregon is going to win this game, right? Oh, no. It's, you, you think Coach Witt? No. Beating somebody the second time around is always the hardest, Kyle. We should have lost the first time. <laughs> but I think I think Utah is set up. Because what Oregon does, is they, they just run the ball, right? They just run the ball. Correct. And when I talked about those Polynesians that, that Utah has, there's one thing that they want to do, and they want to stop that fucking running back. That's the running right. back, the quarterback, whoever. I they want to kill somebody that on Oregon the also has bigger Samoans and Polynesians on the other side of the ball. <laughs> right, but it's it, you know those kind of neutralize each other out, I, you know. But no, I think I think Coach Witt's got something rolling with this team, Give me, and right, especially right. with the offseason tragedy that happened, that's, and even the midseason. Oh, oh, you know, like there's so much that this team better. has kind of like that's rallied better. around. Um, you know, I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be better than what better. what was shown. You know, at Rice Cycles just a couple weekends ago. Right now, Utah's favored by three points. 
uh, over-unders roughly at 59.5. So, I mean, that's kind of an interesting one. But, you know, I, I think Utah's going to show up. But history has shown that Utah hasn't played very well in the Pac-12 championship lately. <laughs> so you're taking Utah. You taking them? You taking you taking the points? Oh, you Kyle? You taking them with the plus th- or the minus? Three? I think if you, if Utah's going to win, it's going to be more than three points. I think. Okay, okay, I'll take your word it, for it's it. It's either that or they're going to lose, right? I, mean, I, I don't think, I don't think they're in the business of close games. You know, it's just that's well, yeah, because we've seen what happens in close games. You got to pucker your butthole the entire time. Uh, right. that's fair. Yeah, and as not a lot though on the line as far as like I think just what a Rose Bowl bid, which is huge. Which, don't get me wrong, that's but, a like, lot. No playoff. Income. That's yeah. a lot on the no. line, especially for you, right? But that's always the case. You know, it's not like playoffs, right? It's not like a playoff implication like it could have been. You is know? there a potential um, that we get a Utah Michigan State Rose Bowl? <laughs> like it's a very very off chance because it would just have to be, yeah. And we'll get to that, but okay. but no, okay. yeah. to, okay. to put it easy, probably not, which would be awesome, but no. Um, All right. And then we move into Saturday. We got the MAC championship. We got Northern Illinois, who I'm yeah. I have a soft spot towards because Rocky Lombardi, our boy Rocky Lombardi, um, really solid season from Northern Illinois, um, and they're taking on Kent State um, for the MAC championship. And I love me some action. Let me tell you, I love me some action. Um, but yeah, Northern Illinois had a great season. Um, right now, Kent State's favored by my uh, by three points as well. Uh, but I'm, I'm taking I'm taking the Huskies in Northern Illinois. And my boy Rocky. How can you how can Rocky! you root against someone named Rocky Lombardi? Because he played at fucking Northern Illinois. That's why. No, I'm just well, kidding. He played I, at Michigan State. Listen, Michigan. Listen, Don't Kyle. Forget. You know I'm I'm a listen, I'm a big I'm a big conference guy. These peasant conferences. Don't, no, I'm kidding. I love I yeah. love Max. That's why it's criminal. This game's on Saturday. This game should be on Wednesday. This game should be tonight. Right. Conference championship <laughs> right. on Wednesday night, baby. It played on like a, a boat somewhere, like a, an aircraft. Oh my ocean. god, we don't have any. Uh, we're not taking a detour down basketball road, but I wish we had one of those games this year. We don't. I think they figured out that the condensation on the court just didn't work, but that was still so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that was still really cool. Um, okay, now we're getting to the big boys. Yeah, baby. Uh, big twelve, Big Twelve championship. Baylor, Oklahoma State. Uh, Oklahoma State. We, we've already discussed. They're sitting at number five right now. Yep. So I mean, there is a lot on the line. There's absolutely a playoff bid on the line if they can uh, oh, if yeah. they can look impressive against Baylor um, in this game. And you know, Baylor right now they're ten and two. Oklahoma State eleven and one. I believe Oklahoma State's only loss is to Baylor. Let me double check. I got this. you. I got you. No, they they beat Baylor. No, it was Iowa State. That's right. They somehow fucking lost to Iowa State. That's right. <laughs> hey. So Oklahoma State beat Baylor earlier in the year by a small margin. But yeah, Baylor's always one of those fucking teams. It's always there or thereabouts, aren't oh, yeah. they? Oh yeah. Well, it, it yeah, and I I Oklahoma hope. State favored by five and a half. So uh, that feels like a lot of points. But uh, anyways, I just need Oklahoma State to win. Anyways, like I it just win the game. And then make it incredibly I hard Absolutely. on the college football playoff committee because I, yep. I don't think I, we'll get to it obviously later on down the road here, but I don't think Alabama's going to beat Georgia. So I like Oklahoma State, just take care of business and then give us the most chaotic playoff scenario of all time in all of playoff history. I'd, be, I'd love that. It'd be lovely. Right. Yep. Love it. Um, Mountain West Championship. Uh, th- mm. This is kind of a fun one. We got Utah State Aggies. Shout out to uh, my wife who works for Utah State Extension Program. Hey. Baby. Hey, the, the Aggies of Utah State, great season, 9-3. and three. Um, And then, like I said, the the fighting Brady hoax of San Diego State, 11-1. and one. Incredible season from them. Uh, Mount West, that'll be a fun game. That'll be a really fun oh, game. Yeah. San Diego State's favored by about 5.5 as well. 
Um, where is this game played? Ooh. Dignity Health Sports Park. Oh, this played in Carson, basically at San Diego State's Stadium. So that's kind of interesting. <laughs> Home field, um, baby. Uh, so, but yeah, yeah love me some Mountain West. Football. Yeah, San Diego State's gonna just absolutely ragdoll Utah State. Just, just looking through, I haven't watched a whole lot of Utah State. Which, by the way, I feel like everybody I run into living in Salt Lake City, like one in five people played for Utah State football. Like it's just, yeah, they, they, oh, I played Utah State. I'm like, they just have a hundred spots. Well, they do have hundred spots. They have two hundred spots. Uh, but yeah, I mean. Taking a big fat L against Wyoming, two two games before the end of the season, forty four to seventeen. There's no way. Yeah, there's no way. San Diego State in a landslide. Kyle, Sun Belt Championship, Sun the Fun Belt. Belt. We have yeah. Louisiana Lafayette, eleven and one, number one in the West, and Appalachian State, who's like I said, always Ooh. there thereabouts, uh, ten and two, baby. And uh, one of those losses was a very close loss to University of Miami. So that's gonna be a fun one. Uh, Appalachian State favored by three. Um. Yeah, it's it, a lot of these. It's just like I have no idea how any of these games are going to turn out. This is just crazy. Well, this is a, first of all, I love that their field is called Cajun Field. Like no, no branding, no sponsor, nah, just, just Cajun, Cajun Field, field baby. baby. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, nothing better. This might actually um, be a good game though. Like this one. This might be oh, one that we need to you know give. Dude, some, there's gonna some be. I time. mean, look at this. So that that game. So it's this Saturday. So it starts off at 10 o'clock. So you'll have Northern Illinois, Kent State, Baylor, Oklahoma at 10 o'clock. 1 o'clock, it's the Mountain West. 1.30, it's, it's the Sun Belt. And then 2 o'clock, you got Alabama, Georgia. And then 2 o'clock, you have Cincinnati, Houston. So much on the line for Cincinnati. Oh, my God. Not only do they have to win, they gotta they have to shit pump Houston if they want to secure no, their spot no. they just in the playoff. They don't have to ship I don't nobody. know. I don't know. Like you're sitting right there at four, man. I don't know. I think, it, listen, I think, I think that we, I, I think that we have safely crossed the line of like where, where Cincinnati, cause that was the argument earlier in the season, right? Like, okay, they're winning, but they're not winning convincingly. Then they rattled off a few. I think that they've done the work they need to. I think they're in just win territory. Like <sighs> just, what, one, two, three points, just fucking win. Cause you're already there. Like you can't, you can't knock them down anymore. Like they're gonna have won their championship. They're gonna have already be number four. Like if they're number five, different story. Number four, I think they're safe. I think they just need to win. Just uh, win. I, I think they're gonna have to win by double digits, in my opinion. And they're favored by such. They're favored by ten and a half. So I think they have to at least cover that. Uh, but who's who's um, the bows of the coaches? Houston with the horrible hair. <laughs> uh, Holgerson, Dana Holgerson. <laughs> That's right, Dana Holgerson coming for coming for blood, Kyle. I, Georgia, I, yeah, I want. I just wanted to win. Just win, anyway. Sorry, to interrupt you. Go ahead. Georgia, Alabama. Woo! Georgia, Alabama. Georgia's favored by six and a half. Yep. I, I, I listen. I, I think, I think Georgia's gonna, gonna beat the brakes off. Of I don't think. It, I, I mean, and when I say beat the brakes, I'm, I'm saying like you know, ten, fourteen. I was gonna say like, if you think that like this 30. game is gonna have yeah. more than ten points scored at halftime, you're fucking wrong. This is going to be yeah. like three distance. Remember, remember the but game. Man, a few Bama years ago? did not look good against Auburn. No, no, all. no, yeah. and, and it's just late. It's late game antics, which it, much like Oklahoma, there's teams that you you can do that against, and Georgia's not one of them. Georgia is not one of them. Georgia, you have to play a plus 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 ball to even hopefully yeah, have chances. They are they are the death star this oh year. God. Georgia is. And really, if I'm Georgia, I'm sitting there being like, dude, even if we fucking lose this game, we're still in the playoff. Like, we're Absolutely. still in the playoff, and we're still probably going to win it all. But right? I, I so think, it's just like, fuck I, it, just go. I, just I go. think Kirby Smart, though, Kirby Smart's losing a little bit of sleep, and he's sitting there, he's thinking, if we can just handle business, get rid of Alabama altogether, because at the end of the day, the worst thing that Kirby is smart, like the worst case scenario is that they walk into that playoffs and somehow Alabama's the four seed. 
and they're number one. Then <laughs> they're like, well, shit. Like, we got to play right. them first. one. I, but I don't think that's the case this year. I think I, Alabama obviously just reloads with offensive weapons every year, but I, they just don't have necessarily the dude. Like, I know Bryce Young's in the, in the Heisman right. talks every now and then, but it's not – I, I mean, listen, like, fucking, you could be quarterback back there and be in the Heisman talk with, with the type of talent that Alabama has. Listen, but they, they lost listen. the running back. I think their wide receivers out. No, he I, he got he got targeting on like a kickoff or a punt or something <laughs> dumb. But no, I I think it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a great game. This is played at the Mercedes Benz Stadium, right? Always, is that, always, baby. always. It's, fucking, it's, it's such a death sick death stadium. taxes every fucking game played in the SEC championship. Mercedes Benz just has to. Yep, it's on my the bucket list for sure. Oh, for That's sure. gonna be a great game. Um, if you want chaos, that means uh, you want Alabama to beat Georgia. But yes. I, I think even more chaos, honestly, is, is getting Alabama out of there. Because if you knock right. Alabama out, right. Cincinnati wins, they're for sure in. And then right. you got Michigan, Iowa, who, you know, it got Michigan blows against Iowa. It'll just oh part of me. God. Like, so, so here, here's, here's the situation with, with kind of where, how Michigan State, of course, because I have to angle everything toward my beloved Spartans. Of course you do. It, you know, Michigan wins, right? Which they're expected to. They're favored by 11 points. You know, Michigan's into the playoff. That's awesome. That that's fantastic. They'd be looking, you know, and here's here's the shitty thing too, because if Georgia does beat Alabama and Alabama gets knocked out, Michigan's basically going to be a lock to go to the championship game against uh, Georgia, which I I just can't handle being that close to to Michigan possibly having a chance to win a national title. Because if that does happen, like I will, KMS, I will. I, I don't. Will. I, I, I think I will not live in a fucking world where I Michigan know, wins a national championship. I know. Championship. I think you're safe though. I, I think you're safe. I no matter what what road leads to where or what the path looks like. We just said it. Georgia is a. De- I I really have a hard time believing any of these teams on the docket are going to beat Georgia. I I just don't, and especially a Michigan where like they're bread and butter as we saw this last weekend and like one of the most marquee wins to ever be had in Michigan history was running the ball down the throat, you're not going to run the ball down Jordan Davis's throat. The, you're just not. It's not going to happen. And I don't think that they have, you know, the the passing game to even hang with Georgia. Again, Georgia doesn't – Georgia has to score on offense. Georgia has to score 20 points. And right. as long as they score 20 points, they're going to win. And I don't think Michigan's yeah. defense is going to hold them to less than that. So I, I think you're – I think you're safe, Kyle. Like, don't – listen, put put the put the tall tree and short rope away for another day, okay? You're going right. to be fucking fine. <laughs> Can't ha- can't handle it. They've already had too much success. But yeah, uh, that's Big Ten championship. That's at night. Always gonna be a fun game. Iowa, like, just show up. Just make it interesting. Make them sweat a little bit, um, which would be fun. And then we have the ACC championship as well. Pitt, who I have a soft spot for. I, I enjoy Pitt uh, against Wake Forest. Our demon, our demon. Our. Um, hey, good for them. It's fun to not see fucking Clemson in there because, quite frankly, I like. I could never see Clemson again and be totally fine with it. You know, oh, they had their God. run. Good for Dabo. You you know, like that that was a, a hell of a run you guys were. Hopefully it's just the end of fucking Clemson because right. I just I just like they were just so I don't know. It was just so boring. That that stretch was Alabama, Clemson, Clemson, Alabama, right. Alabama. It's just like fucking give me a break. Well, and I think so, I think Clemson just struck when the iron was hot, right? Like they put together a decent team and then they just they parlayed that into, you know, a few good years. Well, they but. finally stopped Clemsoning. Remember that? It was oh always like God. they were right there and then they so fuck funny. up a game That's against true. Wake Forest or fuck up a game against North they Carolina. They became State their own verb. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Funny. So um, but yeah, I mean, it, like, there's gonna be so much flipping back and forth with all these fucking games, and it's ah, God, it's yeah. just gonna be and so you're good. Gonna be in fucking Escondido. I'm gonna have to watch the games with my wife, Kyle. Ah, you know how right. fucking painful that is. You know how painful it is to explain to my wife everything mm. that happens. 
I am going out of town. That's uh, that is gonna be a shame, but uh, it'll be fun. And then randomly, I don't know. This must know be why. a reschedule. Like it, it must. It has must yeah. Be... USD USD California, <laughs> the Battle of Four and Seventeen. <laughs> well, that's fucking bizarre. It had uh, to be, anyways. Yeah, had to be rescheduled. But championship weekend, we're fucking here. We're oh, here, yeah. and yo, li- listen, hey, li- let's say a little little clap for the pod. You know, Mike, we did it. We did it. We made it to Championship Weekend. Hey. You know, this is what, 18, episode what, 18, something like that? Oh, uh, yeah, um, something like that. Dude, this, it's, it's been crazy. It's been a hell of a season. Um, let, let's do this real quick. Okay. Let's, let's take, a, take a little step back. Okay. Where yeah. were you the most, like, what, what, do you remember any of your takes from the beginning of the season? Or like, where do you feel oh like God. we or you or I, where, where did we miss the mark? Uh, uh, just completely missed the mark. You can run back like our first. I know we had a f- couple episodes under our belt of just talking nil, but like when we when we kind of went in and did like our pre- like our predictions for the season, you could probably just play that first episode and everything I said was just wrong. I said <laughs> North Carolina was going to be the Oklahoma of the East and they're going to blow the doors off people, and we may be talking about you know powder blue and a championship, but that was so fucking wrong. I, I couldn't have been more wrong, and Sam Howell yeah. let me down. Uh, yeah. It, 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 my Minnesota Gophers was another one that I was pretty high on. Not a, not an awful season by any means, but like I I was pretty high on them. Um, Oklahoma in general, I mean, <laughs> right? I, I know that we can't. It's not a bad season, obviously, only a couple losses, but like, just they they, they didn't really seem like a, they didn't feel good the entire season. You know what I mean? Like they For just me, never felt good. Yeah. For me, I was convinced Charlie Brewer was going to lead Utah to the promised land. I mean, and, and credit to Utah for 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 still you know making making it as far as they have. But yeah, Charlie Brewer came out and just shit the bed uh, and lost games against San Diego State and lost a game against BYU. I mean, if you take and those are very close games. If we had Cam Rising and we were playing the way we oh, were yeah. now, I mean, Utah would be on the verge of a fucking uh, playoff. Oh, yeah. They could eat playoffs. Playoff. Yeah, they could easily. Easily God. be knocking on the door for a playoff. Which I is totally crazy. forgot about that. I, I fucking forgot. Now we have. Yeah, I was so big boy, on Charlie Brewer. Boy, I was Cam like, God, this is it. Yeah, dude, I fucking love Cam Rising, though, dude. It's yeah, Utah is so fun. Yeah, that, that was one for sure that I was just so off on. Um, I was pretty mild on Michigan State. Like I, I knew we were gonna win more than four and a half games. I knew that, but I was just like, sure. just make a bowl game. Just make a bowl game. That's and here we are at That's ten fair. and two. Um, you know, beating Michigan was fucking so sick. Uh, losing to Purdue just sucks, especially now in hindsight, oh, which yeah. is crazy because if we would have just taken care of business against Purdue, there would have been a three-way tie at the top for the Big Ten. And I think Ohio State technically had the tiebreaker, which would have been just uh, like chaos. Right. Chaos. Even with Michigan beating Ohio State and Ohio State would still have somehow made it there. Yeah, it would have been it would have been crazy. Um, but yeah, they definitely exceeded expectations way ahead of schedule. Fantastic. Uh, I'm trying to think what other I said, predictions like, I had. I, I uh, we knew Georgia on, was going to be Georgia. Oh yeah, yeah, we knew. I was. I jumped on Arkansas midstream, and I, I was pretty high on them the first couple of weeks. That's, they were fun though, right? They they were they were feisty. They were fun, but I think that that kind of speaks to how this whole season went. Is is it was a lot of fun in the way of like obviously like the cream rose to the top, like. The, the teams that, like, should be there and we kind of knew were going to be there ended up did – like, they are there, right? Uh, obviously, with the exception of a couple. But, like, I think the most fun was just in the middle, right? From the top and then, like, obviously you had the very bottom teams that kind of the – whatever. They're just there. But everything in between that, like, it was just chaos. Like, every weekend I felt had 
really good games again it not necessarily playoff contention teams but like just really solid games and i think that that and i hope that that's an indicator of college football moving forward like as far as a competition level because remember we went through a stretch where it was like if you're not alabama or you right. know, clemson perfect. or like perfect like you it was just like okay like turn on the game they're the gonna haves be annihilated. And the have-nots. right like but now it's like i feel like the, especially maybe it's the transfer yes. portal helping and like nil i'm sure will help going down the road but like the competition level is very razor thin now. Like any team right. is prone to lose any time. I think we'll look back at at twenty twenty one. It's still not even over, which is crazy. Right. And this was kind of the the mark of like this is starting a new era, right? Of exactly. of now, like the power brokers have come to play. There's so much money being splashed around. You know, Michigan State, right. like I said, is kind of paying to be at that table. Penn State's locking down their coach. You got all these coaches switching around now. USC's trying to make their play to get back into relevancy. Right. Um, you know, LSU couldn't fathom not being, you know, amazing after just fucking winning a championship. Uh, you got Georgia now, if they can get it done, Georgia's finally supplanting themselves at the top, getting Alabama knocked down a few pegs because we know, you know, as much as we love Coach Saban, like his clock's ticking, right? Oh, yeah. Not that he's going to die, by any <laughs> but just like, which he could die on the fucking football field for all we know. But like, you know, like there's so much. The, the sands are shifting, right? Right. And, and and like you said, with NIL and with the amount of money in college football now and all these different deals and contracts and, and whatnot, I mean, we, we'll look back at this and be like, 2021 was really a start, especially after last year, which like, you know, was just a disaster on right. all sorts of fronts. Uh, God, it's just great to see oh, yeah. uh, so many storming the fields, right? Like all those scenes of like oh, all these fans storming so awesome. the fields and and just like the the crazy shenanigans, um, you know, it's it's just you just love it. And this is just oh. this is a, a definitely a season that made me kind of love college football as a whole again. Mm-hmm. I think still didn't get to watch as much as I would have liked, but you know, it, it, that's what's great about YouTube, dude. It's like there's an account <laughs> right. called Matthew Loves Ball, twenty five minute versions the... of every game, <laughs> fucking best. Because I still can't stand commercials. I, that right. is my my curmudgeon take. Is like I, every time, especially if there's a game on Fox. Fuck Fox Sports. Fuck Fox in general. Those commercials are horrible. That's fair. That's fair. No, I, I think, don't get me wrong, NFL will always, I'll always be an NFL fan, has a soft spot in my heart, grew up a Broncos fan. But right. I, and I think in, in maybe a kind of a, a weird, a weird correlation, like coming out of last year where it was COVID and like nobody's allowed to the games and like the revenue of college sports just wasn't there. I think that that was kind of eye-opening to like a lot of universities where it's like, man, like, it, it, it is it's almost you know i don't want to say stock market because that's kind of volatile and a bad bad analogy but like you get what you put into it right and i think a lot of schools are now looking at they're like if we can just get a rel you don't even need to be a good college football team like you don't need even to be a playoff in the conversation get in the conversation put money into it get the get the facilities get the you know get get start getting some recruits start getting some buzz around your program because at the end of the day it's going to pay huge it's gonna pay dividends on the back end because it's if you have good sports teams whether it's baseball or not baseball basketball or football it just it, it bodes well for everybody the university's making money you can pay coaches you know there's just money flying around and the players are you know they're getting opportunities with nil and all that different stuff so i think in a weird way like we as fans missed it just having like the the environment of college football i think that there's a part of you know financially all these schools were like man like we, we were hurting last year, and, like, let's avoid doing that, one. And, two, like, if we start putting money into it, like like you said, USC's trying to recharge it because I'm sure that they're, they're probably missing out on 
a pretty good chunk of change because, like, I feel like USC's they're televised, but not like you don't see USC primetime anymore. Like, right. There's a brand associated right. with USC, you and know? so I think, and even like, even like you know, Kansas kind of like, what was it two three years ago they signed less miles like they're there they saw the light years ago they're like let's just have a decent enough football team and we can probably make some money out of this bad boy yep yeah it's gonna be nuts man but um yeah just to kind of set the table moving forward you know we're gonna have championship weekend we'll sure. definitely discuss that we'll we're gonna discuss the playoffs and whatnot um and then you know after that it's gonna be bowl season a little bit uh it's gonna be crazy and then, and then college basketball. Yeah, and it'll be interesting buddy. to see how much juice we can squeeze from that fucking orange, you know, and uh, and see. But um, you know, we'll 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 come up with some interesting stuff. We'll you know we'll 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 still keep it relevant. But you gotta love college basketball, and I know me and you do. But like for our Oklahoma Sooner Sooner fans, for example, like I don't know how passionate they are about about college basketball. No, but like, but uh, and again, this is a small sample size of just people that I know. But like it, it's. I'm thinking through it, and I haven't met one person who is a college football fan who isn't also at least a a pretty involved college basketball fan. Maybe not diehard, but, like, if you're a college football fan, you also enjoy college basketball. Like, I I feel like they kind of go hand-in-hand, and, like, you're not even necessarily, like, you know, I'm only – there are people, obviously, who, like, I only root for Oklahoma in any sport, but, like, I think that there's a large contingency of people that are, like – I'm an Oklahoma fan during football season, but during basketball season, like I just, I just want to watch the games, like because it's just, yeah, because like two, it's super good, good betting too. I think right, sports right. betting has, has played a big part. Sports of that, betting yeah. is going to set the table for so many kids growing up, not kids, but like adults growing up who maybe necessarily weren't like diehard sports fans, or maybe even didn't really play sports growing up. Now the, there's a there's an opportunity to make some money, and there's like a little bit of a, a fiscal gain to be had. I think that it'll. It, Sports are only going to get bigger, especially as sports betting. It'll never happen in Utah. Me and you are just going to have to drive to the Nevada state line to get our marijuana until we're fucking 80 and die. Uh, I'm making a trip today. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I, I think I think that there's, there's a large contingency of people that like college basketball and obviously football and, and vice versa, right? Like There's plenty of people who are like diehard college basketball fans and just watch college football because it's, you know, it's fun. And fuck it, we love it. So who fucking cares? And you know what, Kyle? I'm gonna make you be a baseball us. fan. We're gonna, me and you are gonna, we are gonna indulge ourselves in college baseball and how fucking boring it is, and you can never figure it out. And I don't know who's good. The playoffs and who's are not. fun. The college baseball playoffs. The playoffs are fun, for every fucking sport. Look at the Olympics. The Olympics are essentially just the playoffs for the <laughs> yeah. sports that nobody even fucking watches. For the countries, yeah. Yeah, yeah like I get turned in February, Kyle. I'm gonna be taking my shirt off, spinning around like a helicopter when they got the skeleton finals going on. All right. Fucking, fucking love it. Fucking love it. But hey, uh, what an episode. Uh, like I said, there's probably still a lot of meat we left on that bone. But uh, like I said, we're going to end up closing this pod and then more news is going to break. But uh, yeah, just stay tuned. Follow hey, follow us on Twitter, at NameImagePod. We only, you know, we'll, we definitely like to comment. And it, uh, like your boy got mentioned on that one article. I can't that remember what it was. Crazy. That, <laughs> that was crazy. That was crazy. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, so we're we're firing that up, and uh, it's it's been it's been fun, and uh, appreciate you guys. Like I said, uh, we made it through the regular season. Now we're in playoff mode. Uh, appreciate the listeners. Reach out to us at, at Name Image Pod on Twitter. Uh, follow us on Spotify as always. Sure. Uh, share with a friend. You know, let's uh, let's go out there have a good week. A little bit earlier for you, a little Wednesday edition. But your sure. boy's going out of town. Um, it's a, I, you know, it's going to be a bad week and be a beer in the uh, Wilson household. I'll just say that. Fuck no. It's, it's going to be a good week. I, I can't, I can't even look at another beer after last week. And I'm, I still got yeah. fucking stuffing Stuff. coming out of my ears. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. But hey, for uh, for Big Mike, this sure. is Kyle. Uh, love you guys. Appreciate it. And uh, yeah, tune in next week. And uh, yeah, uh, have a good uh, good Wednesday. Mac Brown going back to Texas. No skill. Mm-hmm. Skip, I know skill. Like that, skill. Anything else you want to know about me, skill? Mm-hmm.